Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi, and you're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station, and you can watch us. We are on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. Today, we get to hear about South Mississippi Smiles on the Mississippi Gulf Coast and the good things they are doing to reach into the community through their Caring for Community program. Joining us today is Ginger Christian to tell us a little bit more. Hey, Ginger. Hi, Rebecca. How are you doing today? I am not complaining because you don't want to hear it anyway, and it doesn't do any good. So (laughs) (laughs) now I'm picking, Ginger. In fact, I'm actually, I've got uh, getting my teeth cleaned on the to-do list later on this afternoon, so I believe in a healthy smile. But this isn't necessarily what you guys are out in the community doing. But give us a little background on South Mississippi Smiles and then how y'all help the community. Well, right now we have our Caring for Community campaign going on where we are donating $3,000 worth of school supplies to the winner of our campaign where we have nine local elementary schools uh, competing for that win. Well, that's exciting. So the Caring for Community programs, is that just for school supplies, Ginger, or is this something that South Mississippi Smiles uses to maybe help uh, the community in, in various ways throughout the year or the years? I'm really glad that you asked that. South Mississippi Smiles believes that all children deserve access to high-quality dental care, regardless of family income and a fun and upbeat environment. But we're also dedicated to supporting local schools and community programs that work to improve the lives of our residents and the communities we serve. So we do this biannually. Uh, our first round we've had was with local nonprofits, and we just donated $3,000 to Lynn Meadows Discovery Center. And this time we do have it for the local schools. So twice a year we're going to be supporting our community beyond just their healthy smiles. Well, nothing more than a healthy smile and then all the school supplies that you need. So how did you choose the, or how were the nine schools nominated for this uh, potential award? Well, we took a look at the schools that seem to be the most in need, schools that, you know, we have our we have our big schools, but we also have our little schools that need all sorts of sporting equipment. They need their hand sanitizer and cleaning supplies, the art supplies. And one school even asked if they could uh, be considered for a, a slide. So I'm looking to see if we could fit a slide into the $3,000 worth of donate school supplies. So that's how we took a look to see. Depends on how big the slide is, Ginger. You could probably get a slide within that reasonable <laughs> amount. It just depends on the side. And how far? 
far do you want to come down the slide would be the question uh, for that. But, okay, so when you say school supplies, Ginger, you don't necessarily just mean crayons and, and pencils and, and erasers and all the things that we may have just bought or sort of thought of for our student. Y'all are opening this up for the school to say, hey, hey here is 3000 to purchase some form of supplies. I like that idea of athletic equipment because that is something that keeps a lot of children uh, from being able to uh, participate in organized sports at school. You can sort of decide how this is best used on campus, but it's just for the kids, right? Absolutely, and that's part of our program with this campaign is I'm not pre-purchasing all of these supplies beforehand. I want to wait to see which elementary school is selected through the most votes and talk with them and see what do you need most right now instead of just making the assumption for them. Oh, and then the school can get excited, right? Like the school can kind of figure out, is it a slide? Is it equipment for uh, for athletes or, you know, sort of something else? So, okay, so you have your nine schools there on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. How is How does the voting sort of work, Ginger? Voting is incredibly easy. All they have to do is go to our website, smiles.com slash caring for community. And the four is the number four. So just going onto our website, smiles.com slash caring for community with the number four. And voting will be going on until August 31st, and the winner will be announced on September 5th. So it's just whoever gets the most votes. So it's not necessarily a donation thing or anything like that. You just go on and you just root for your home team, whoever that may be. Absolutely. Can you vote as many times as you would like? It is once per day. <laughs> okay. I mean, because you could just sit there all day. Do, 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 do. Okay, so it is limited to at least one time um, per day. But what a great way to just get this, the schools excited about this particular um, opportunity um, in that. So we've got until now, you said the 31st, which I think is coming up next Thursday. And then, oh, y'all are, y'all are wasting zero time. I like that, Ginger, and turning around right around for September 1st and letting know um, and announce on Tuesday the 5th, you said, right after Labor Day to let know who won that. If someone's wondering why their school maybe weren't nominated and they want to get in line for maybe the next thing that you guys do through Caring for Communities, how do they get in touch? They can just reach out to me through uh, through the website. There will be a contact us. Uh, or you can reach out to us through our Facebook page, South Mississippi Smiles, sending us a message so that the next round, like I said, we'll be doing this biannually. And we look forward to moving forward with this campaign. So if there's another school that needs wants to be nominated, just reach out, and we're going to start collecting the list for the next round. Now, at South Mississippi Smiles, I assume on a daily basis, you guys are cleaning teeth and, uh, you know, sort of looking at all the dental issues that may come with kids or prevention. So you got a captive audience here, Ginger, when it comes to our children and their dental care. How important is this for not to miss those appointments? When should we have our kids first cleanings? What's sort of the tips you tell parents on a daily basis? Well, that's something that I really enjoy with my position is reaching out and letting people know about things that they may not know about. Um, you should be bringing your child in once every six months. With your child, you can bring them into the dentist before they even have teeth to check on their de- uh, gum health and to learn different things that I actually just learned uh, at a baby community shower from one of our associates told us with brushing the gums. If the child cannot handle uh, having a toothbrush across their gums, just a wet washcloth, just something to promote that healthy, that to get the sugars off of their gums. That's something that's really important. 
Um, and one other thing that we do is I will go to different Head Starts and libraries and different community events to show children the proper way to brush and floss with like with little puppets and, and children's books. So we try to reach out to the community in any way that we can, through, not just through our donation program, but also for education and awareness. Ginger, you got any tips or tricks up your sleeve to get kids to actually want to brush their teeth? Because, you know, hygiene's hard to get them to do. And <laughs> I don't know why they hate it so much. But is there is there a secret formula to getting kids to brush their teeth with a smile? I will say one that I love the most is the timer music combo. Getting a just a little flip hourglass having it in there, and there's plenty of fun ones. I pass those out all the time. And also playing their favorite song. They need to be brushing their teeth for for at least, you know, for the amount of time that the song is going on. And you can do a little dance party while you're doing it. And also when the children are super young, about, you know, two, three years old, and they're learning the mechanics of it, let them brush your teeth. It's so much fun for them. Let them brush your teeth. Now you need to brush your teeth afterwards. But <laughs> it makes it to where it's not <laughs> as scary of a thing because if they're able to do it to you, then they're more likely to do it to them. So uh, making it a family affair really can make it less of a stressful process for them instead of just going into the bathroom alone and just figuring it out. You know, there's the toothbrushes with the timers already in it to make it a, an even easier process. But music... Everything makes it a little bit more fun. I may have to try that one. I have an 11-year-old and an almost 4-year-old who they don't do it with a smile, but they get it done, Ginger, because, well, hygiene's important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tell them and all. That's, yeah. we, <laughs> that's, a, that's the right way to do it, to let them know. It, and even just being honest with them, you know, of saying it's not our favorite thing to do every day, maybe. But it's something that we have to do every day, and that's what every day when I brush my children, when I wake my children up, that's the first thing I say is I made made it a routine: is brush hair, brush teeth, and breakfast. Well, one it's day that breeze. light switch goes off, and they recognize what great joy comes out of brushing the fur off your teeth first thing in the morning, or going to bed <laughs> feeling just a little more refreshed. I don't know when that happens, but at some point you start to appreciate a freshly brushed uh, or floss sort of mouth is something you look forward to. But I look forward to hearing who wins. You guys as a caring for community um, vote. People needs to go to um, s or sm- or you tell us where to go. smsmiles.com. Yeah, go ahead smsmiles.com slash caring for community with the number four in the middle. And you can vote once a day. There's nine different schools there on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. If your kiddos go to school down that way, maybe you're just picking up in the car on your line, get on and see if your school's there. Go ahead and give them a vote. They could receive $3,000 to do with um, as they see fit that would benefit the kids uh, within their school. Well, Ginger, I appreciate your time and all that y'all are doing, and thank you. Thank you so much for having me on Mississippi Happy Hour. I appreciate your time. All righty. Thank you. You guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. That's just how I feel.
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Good things. We are on computer mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. Don't forget tomorrow you got Sports Talk Mississippi. They're going to be at the Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College in Perkinston. That's coming up on tomorrow. That's Thursday. They're going to be kicking off Meet the Bulldog Meet the Bulldogs Night. Plus, you'll hear about the great things going on at Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. And then Friday, right around the corner too, is the return of high school football. Going to be a hot night, but it's going to be a good one. And Super Talk Mississippi has you covered. You can catch a lot of local games on just about every Super Talk Mississippi station. Plus, you can stream a ton of games and get up-to-the-minute scores from across the entire state just by going to supertalk.fm slash high school or clicking on sports on the Super Talk Mississippi app. And then you got two more new shows. Well, they're not new, but they're coming back during the season. The scoreboard preview show will kick off at 6 on Friday. And then don't forget, too, about the 10 p.m. Uh, Friday nights uh, for the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show. And you can get those anywhere you watch or or listen to Super Talk Mississippi. So a lot going on and a lot of little time. And it just feels like the year just keeps on rolling, rolling, rolling. Once football season gets here, the fall semester of school, either high school or college, just seems to go. And then it's Christmas. And then it feels at least a little bit better outside. But somewhere in there, you've got cruising the coast. Or maybe that's, yeah, in October. It's coming up. It's somewhere nestled in the between of... um football season. And this year, they've got a unique vehicle that's going to be making its way uh, to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. If you are a part of the Good Things Facebook group, you may have seen that I already posted that, about that there. But it's the Oscar Mayer Frank Mobile. It is coming to the coast. Yep, you may know it. It's got the Wiener Mobile, and it's got its classic hot dog and buns and the little place where the people stay and, you know, like driving it sort of around. And it will be on location Thursday and Friday of cruising the coast this year. It will be at Pass Christiane if you want to go ahead and uh, mark your calendar for it. From 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Thursday, October the 5th. And then you got Cruise Central at Centennial Plaza from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. coming up on Friday, October the 6th. This is going to be one of those things, if it's nostalgia for you, for, for, you, for, for, you. for you, you're going to get out and want to enjoy it. Or if you got kiddos with you, you're wanting to get them out and see something uh, fun and enjoy that. Do you remember the commercials? Do you remember the Oscar Mayer when the whole jingle and the whole thing and all the things came out uh, when you were a kid? Never did get my hands on a wiener whistle. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they, still, if they still pass those out. They got to. They have to. They can't not. I know there's some where you can get in contests or you can pay uh, to drive it or ride in it or something in it as well. I think or, it's an internship to drive it, but you can pay to have it show up at your special occasion. So if you, say, for instance, met your significant other at a summer barbecue with Oscar Mayer wieners and you really, like, bonded over your love of hot dogs, mm-hmm. then I guess you could have the Wienermobile show up for your wedding. 
It would be definitely something your guest would remember forever. You would have that memorialized in your wedding photos. Hey, to each his own, if that's what you want to do. A good old hot dog uh, bar would be a great way to go for your reception. Low cost. <laughs> And a lot of fun there, but it should be a lot of fun. I forget which side pays for the reception, but they'll be happy. The man. There you go. Yeah. Wait, no, the woman. No, the man even, pays yeah, for well. Even better. He just got better for you, didn't it, Rhino? <laughs> <laughs> the, the groom usually pays for the rehearsal dinner, and then the bride's family typically pays for everything on the wedding day. You can tell but I've managed to steer clear of weddings many and marriage. There's different ways families choose to to make uh to survive the cost of a wedding these days and then the smartest in my opinion is just a lope and then you're just as married the next day with all the cash in your pocket no i enjoyed my wedding day but still i digress there has been a a recent movement to forego the expensive engagement ring ah i've actually seen conversations on social media about how the the push to have a certain amount saved up to get a mm-hmm. rock for an engagement ring that costs, what, three months of wages or something like that. If you just get something simple and mm-hmm. much less expensive, then you have all that money saved to start your life with. I was trying to see. Okay, so Dave Ramsey has his thing. His big piece of advice is to spend around a month's salary on a ring. So you should save up a month. There's got to be envelopes somewhere in there. (laughs) Well, I knew there used to be like a what should you spend because obviously that can get out of, you know. And again, you are just as married the next day with or without, you know, the diamond um, or the band or whatever it may be. But it can get out of hand quickly and some dudes can feel, you know, I, I, no, I don't know that side, that, pre- that side of the pressure or whatever. I just remember hearing Dave Ramsey obviously has advice about a lot of different money things. And I'm sure there's other kind of um, things to think about. But I guess around a month's salary. So girls, if you really want something nice, you need to find somebody whose month's salary <laughs> is going to etch that on up there for you. You can kind of gauge your... Um, what is it? Your champagne tastes against his beer pocketbook, as my granny would say, and see which two sort of f- figure out um, or two months at the most. And so there you go. And then let it be. So but hey, I think a trend in that would be would be fun. There's a lot of professions you can't um, wear them anyway. Anything like mechanical do with your hands working offshore. Do Well, not that, that that's your diamond, but the dudes usually don't wear rings because that's considered um hazard to, oh, your, yeah. to your to your phalanges and every everything else i love you but i'm not you know i trust you enough to you can take it off so you don't lose a finger or hand or an arm or anything like that and then in the healthcare setting as much as you have to wash your hands and take gloves on and off there's a lot of people who don't wear it as much as they think that they would or should i guess we got some people chiming that. in on the ceasefire text line uh from the 662 they sent us a Google story about Oscar Mayer weddings, where the Oscar Mayer Wiener Robert ah. is offering free weddings in Las Vegas. There you go. And then someone from the 601 chimed in and said that today was a sad day. They took the grandkids to see the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile, but in keeping with something, they changed it to the Beef Frankmobile. No! 
It, it'll always be the Wienermobile. It'll always be the – you raise them right. You raise them the call it the Wienermobile. I wonder if that's not politically correct anymore. <laughs> I wonder if they – I wonder why. I mean, there are people with the last name Wiener. And it's unfortunate that then they run for politics. <laughs> you have documentaries made out of you and everything. <laughs> if you make more life choices, it's even better. And if I'm not mistaken, Wiener is just an English – usage of german language so it's it's all linguistics mm-hmm. i need to know the story behind the beef frank mobile and then why that who who made why frank now all the all the franks need to rise up and get angry that you are now a frank beef frank mobile but did you get a wiener whistle that's the big question when you took your grandchildren to see it someone else said if i get married i have both my parents rings i would use those I think that's sweet when you're able to pass down sort of heirlooms like that. But that can get tricky. I mean, if mom and dad have multiple girls or children, for that fact, and they've only got one ring, then <laughs> it that actually even wouldn't it? it wouldn't work for me and my family because my parents got married in the early 70s. And I guess it was a trend or something. Or maybe dad was just trying to be a little different. But his wedding band... It actually has words on it, and it says Larry loves Patsy on his wedding band. So that'd be weird. Yeah, I don't, be I don't think I could reuse that one. No, no, no. Mine. Well, mine's engraved. I had uh, my husband's engraved. It says "Do not remove," and he never wears it anymore. So he has not been listening to me from the beginning. But often people ask, "Where is mine?" Especially if you watch this. Um, Super Talk TV. I mean, my fingers just got fat after having babies, and I've never had them resized. And so, there, there you go. But after almost sixteen years of marriage, I mean, me not wearing that is the least of it. That's the least of its concerns. <laughs> and Stephen Brookhaven chimed in with the most unfortunate of names, Frank Weiner. Oh, you should just be fired. As a parent, if you name your kid Frank Weiner, really, you should. I don't care how important Frank is to your family, whatever. If the Weiner is the last name that they've been donned with, then you just need Sam, Thomas. (laughs) He's going to wind up with some nickname like Sausage in high school anyways, so... Oh, me. All righty. We'll take a break. we got more good for you coming up next. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't do it. Be happy. Put a smile on your face. Don't bring everybody down like this. Don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry. Be happy. I'm not worried. I'm happy. Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. the line and I do what is right like I should 
You can watch Good Things. We are on your computer, your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices. You can even find us on YouTube. You can also catch Good Things on C Spire TV. If you've got that, it's on Channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel. Looking and hoping that the weather will be a little, uh, I guess, cooler, maybe. No rain, hopefully, in sight this weekend for the upcoming Warrior of the Badge event. Joining us together is Vicki Moak and Michael to tell us a little bit more. Hey, Vicki. Hi, how are you doing today? I am doing well. As soon as I was saying weather good, it almost felt disrespectful because it's going to be hot. But at least there's not going to be any rain in the forecast for you this upcoming weekend. Yeah, thankful no rain, but it's, we're going to have to fight the heat. That's okay, though. That's okay. People come out for good causes, and by this point, we're just we're getting acclimated to it, Vicky. But let's talk about this. This is your annual event with Warriors of the Badge. It's the Poker Ride, which at least you'll get to be in your vehicle to do this there in Brookhaven. Um, but let's back up. I'm getting ahead of myself. Give us a little background for those that may or not have been introduced to Warriors of the Badge. Uh, you started this organization several years ago. Yes. It was set up in March of 2019. Uh, my son was Corporal Zatmos that was killed in the line of duty in September of 2018. He and James White answered a call, two shots fired on 6th Street, and both of them lost their life that morning. So after then, I wanted to pay it forward by letting people know that they're not alone through their journey. So Warriors of the Badge supplies financial assistance to any first responders killed or critically injured in the line of duty. Which is something, it's a tough topic, but I think it's a good thing for us to sort of get behind. And one way y'all have done that is through your annual poker ride, which does honor the falling and other events. So what do you have coming up this weekend, Miss Vicki? This will be our first annual Pool for the Badges clay shoot. And that's, and be, go ahead. It'll be at Clay Hollow in Magnolia, Mississippi. All righty, and I know Michael's joining us because he has helped sort of put that together. So, Michael, when we hear clay shoot, what does that mean if, if we're not familiar with it? This is this is uh, sporting clays, you know, games in, in clay sports. There's skeet and trap and different things, uh, but this is actually sporting clays. Uh, best way to describe it is uh, golf with a shotgun. Oh, I like that. Um, yeah, uh, a lot of people do. Uh, either ride a golf cart or a side-by-side UTV, and uh, you basically kind of travel uh, kind of like golf from hole to hole from different stations. This particular setup will be 12 stations, um, and you shoot so many four or five pair at each station for a, for a total round of 100 targets. So you're shooting for a score out of 100. Do you do you go in teams, Michael, or can you be an individual? How does that? Because you know, in golf, you've got your little cart, got your little friends with you that kind of you know mosey around through the different holes. Is it like that, or is it kind of like an individual going through it um, event? Uh, it is a lot like that. Um, this particular event with with uh, Vicky and, and everything is is a team event. It will be a team score, um, a, a little bit unlike golf, but. Uh, most every time, like when, when you shoot in tournaments and stuff, yeah, you'll have two or three or, or four people traveling together, shooting at one time. Uh, it's got really good camaraderie and, and it's fun and everything. And this particular event, uh, like I said, is a team score, but, uh, we want to encourage anybody that, that if, if they're an individual and they don't have three other people, 
come on out anyway. We we generally there may be some more people that show up uh, without teams, and we'll try to try to pair you with other people. Uh, so so come on, even with or without a team. Do you need to bring your own firearm, Michael? Yes, uh, bring a gun and shells. Uh, everything else will be included. The, the targets are included. Um, and I know Ms. Vicky will probably talk about lunches included and everything, but you do need, you do need your gun and shells. And, uh, that's all, you know, a hundred shells or maybe, uh, uh, five boxes instead of four boxes of shells just in case, uh, there's some broken targets or anything. But yes, gun and shells. Gun and shells. And Ms. Vicky, it sounds like this is going to be a really fun day for folks to, to get together and come out. What else do you have for them if they come and get involved in the clay shoot? Okay, we're going to have some door prizes, and yes, lunch will be included. And we will have uh, water going around to all these people trying to do this. So we're expecting a fun day. It's really uh, come out better than what I thought, and I'm really proud of that. And I'm thankful for Mr. Jeff Alford. He He's the one I approached with this, and the first thing he said is, "What? let me help you with everything, and uh, he has been a great help. So Without him, I couldn't have got this far. So I appreciate the help of Jeff Alford and his offering for us to use the, the range there. I was going to ask Miss Vicki, where is it located, and do we need to be signed up before we come, or can we show up uh, this you weekend? Can, you can just show up that morning. It's Clay Hollow, 4080 Middle Gladding Road, Magnolia, Mississippi. And registration starts at 9. We'll have a gunshot uh, start at 10 o'clock. And, Michael, any other tips for those that may be rusty at this if, or maybe they're coming out to try it for the first time? Uh, come on. And, and that is one thing that I wanted to say is that uh, not just not just for the men, we do have a lot of women that shoot. We have a lot of kids that shoot. Um, kids, are, kids are more than welcome. If they're able to handle a shotgun safely, uh, they're welcome to come, you know, with, with a parent or guardian. Um, and, you know, on behalf of Clay Hall and Jeff, I, I just, I'm, I'm very excited for, for Vicki and to have Warriors of the Badge. And, and I just want to say that if I'm not mistaken on another radio spot, uh, Miss Vicki got challenged and I'm, I'm kind of excited to see Miss Vicki shoot a little bit. Oh, Miss Vicki, are you going to be out yes. there? Yes. Yes, I did challenge. I told him if you come out and tell me you're challenging me. I will pick up a gun, and I will go out there and do my best. And I told him, Granny got a gun. Don't hold a candle to it. I was just going to say, I feel like there's a little shark in there or whatnot, you know. I mean, I did grow up playing Duck Hunter on the Nintendo, so that's about all the practice that I have. But it sounds like it would be a lot of fun, though, um, to get out and sort of try. And, Michael, can you come out and do this safely, even if you're a terrible shooter? Absolutely. Yes, indeed. It doesn't matter. you got bird seed. Warm up for bird season. If you've never shot a shotgun, that's fine. It's a very safe environment. Um, each station is is you know everything is controlled. Um, yes, yeah. from beginner to expert, please come. Please come. And, Vicki, this is all for such a good cause for Warriors of the Badge. I did mention your annual poker ride, but that's coming up later in October. It definitely will be cooler, hopefully, then. And you'll have to come back and, and share more about um, about that event. But can we sign up earlier, Vicki, or is it really just yes, come on can, Saturday? Yes, you can sign up earlier. They can just shoot me a message at 601 835 
888-888-8723 or go on our uh, our email, warriorsofthebadge at gmail.com. And if we can't make it, Vicki, but we love what you're doing with Warriors of the Badge or we want to be a part of that, are there other okay, ways to donate or, or get involved? Yes, you can. Uh, when you go on, you can go on our web webpage, uh, Warriors of uh, just Warriors of the Badge dot org, and uh, there's a donate uh, donate button on there. So you can donate through that, and you can go through PayPal. Uh, the same thing with our our email is our PayPal. And what time does it kick off this weekend? At registration at nine. Uh, gunshot start at 10, and I would like to thank our sponsors, if I can, right sure. quick. Uh, Clay Hollow, Southern Connection there in Ridgeland, Titan Signs and Ramp, Bank of Brookhaven, Southern uh, Steel Construction in uh, uh, Smithdale, Rural Rapid Response, and Felders. And I would also like to add, since 2019, our first check went out, and we've given out over 70000 since we started. 70,000 to first responders, families who have found their loved one who passed away on the job, which I think is incredible, Vicki. That means every bit of that was donated and provided yes. by the community. Well, we can't make back. it without, without those people coming out and support us, and I'm so thankful for each and every one. Well, I hope folks get out and support you this weekend. Again, that's Warriors of the Badge if you want to sign up or just show up. And we'll have you back in October, Vicki, to talk about the poker ride. Okay, that sounds good. All righty. Good luck, Michael. If you go after Granny, you you better yeah, know where you're you. shooting. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All righty. Thank you. I do feel like if you were good at the Duck Hunter game growing up, you probably have a little bit of a head up on clay shooting, but I could be completely wrong. But of all the sort of shooting things, I think that would be a lot of fun, even if you're not one that hunts. There would be something satisfying about seeing it fly through the air. What do they say before they... Is it pull? Yeah. And then pull, and then they... I can see where that'd be, that would get addictive. I mean, usually there's there's a pull string because it's spring-loaded. So you pull. Do you pull your own? Uh, some can, but most of the time you're telling someone else to do it. Ah, uh, I see that. Could I mean, fun. there are some people that can hold them in their hand, throw them up, and still hit them. Yeah, not that coordinated. But stick with us. we got more for you up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Just a young gun with a quick fuse. I was uptight, want to let loose. I was dreaming of bigger things and want to leave my old life behind. Not a yes, sir. Talk about a song that really had its moment. And then, I don't know how long, it was a couple years ago? Like, yeah, it's been a few. Because I remember all the little kids 
in my now 11-year-old's summer class saying this for their talent um, competition at the end of summer camp or whatever it may be. Now it's peaches. And now now it's peaches, which is just funny because when you hear something, it takes you like right back uh, to that particular time. So, um, but anyway, all right, you can watch good things. Don't forget we're on your computer or your mobile device over at Super Talk TV. Every now and then I see a world record where I go, I'm not doing that. And so this is one that I would add to that list. A Swedish man participating in a contest organized, here's your first red flag, by the Disgusting Food Museum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He ate 13.85 ounces, which I'm really not sure how much that is, but they're Swedish. Less than so a pound. Less than a pound. Well, yeah, okay. 16 ounces is a pound. Look at you helping me math it on a on a Wednesday. It's close to a pound, but not quite a pound. So if you think about how much a pound of fish would be ish. A fermented fish in one minute earning him the Guinness World Record. It's a speed eating competition in its traditional and Swedish delicacy consisting of fermented herring that has been salted just <laughs> Just enough to prevent it from rotting. It's considered a smelly fish. It's famous for causing vomiting from the smell alone. I couldn't do it. There's no way. Vomit buckets were placed nearby during the contest, which was won by this particular man. He's 71. He managed to eat and keep it down. And you just got to go for it, he said. I was trying to see what did he win. They don't tell me. Well, he won the Guinness World Record, but they don't have to win more than that. And we need more than a little piece of For nearly of a pound of stinky, almost rotted fish? I, I, there's something got to be wrong with the man's, like, ear, nose, and throat. Like, his navel, nasal cavities. Maybe he got the vid and never got it back. Maybe. <laughs> that explains it. Like, there's something. Is that performance enhancing in that there's competition? There's some things, money's just not, like, I'm not going to say if I hadn't eaten in however many days and it was whether I died or continued on whether I would be able to stomach it or not I don't know but I don't know how much money it would take to get me to sit down and to physically be able to cross that barrier of something that smells awful like everything in your in your system keeps you from making making that contact like to keep it out from you eating it right like it's all those kinds of like set like override you have to override a lot of a lot of biological red flags to to do there's a reason people retch when they smell things that are and then rotten it's because the, the body evolved to not eat things that are going to do it harm and to think poor people used to have to do that to like have food but then would they cook it or was that how they would eat it? I mean, that's like the the story of lobster. It wasn't until people figured out, oh, you can boil it. You, you got to start cooking it, it from alive. You you basically put the live lobster in the pot of boiling water and start cooking, because Peter loves that. If you do it like any other fish and it's dead before you start cooking it, it's gonna be gross. It was it was fed to prisoners at one point, and now it's. The cream of the crop, fish of the sea. Is there something that, like, nor- when I say, okay, nor- n- the average person would eat, but, like, because of the smell, you won't? Mm. You just can't stand the smell of it to eat it, but other people sort of like it. Pumpkin spice. Okay. 
I'll give you that. I think it's like... Which I think that's starting soon already. Okay, would you at least smell some... Would you be willing to smell some pumpkin spice if we could get your below 70 degree weather? Maybe. Would you light a pumpkin spice candle on your back porch if it meant you could sit out there in your underwear and drink coffee at 55 On the porch? Yeah, I could handle it because the wind will blow it away. I just don't want that smell anywhere near my mouth. (laughs) You know, they make the pumpkin spice now um, circus peanuts. I can bring you some of those. Oh, that's all kinds of wrong. (laughs) Then again, a circus peanut is wrong in and of itself. It's a brightly orange peanut-shaped piece of marshmallow that is banana flavor. I love them, but only the originals, the orange peanuts that taste like banana. And you, you're eating them and you're asking yourself, why does this taste good? What are we doing here? How did I get here in my life? But I love them. You got to be careful with them, though. If you go to a, a gas station or a convenience store, you got to grab the package and give it a little squeeze mm-hmm. to make sure that they haven't been sitting in the sun for years because nobody really eats them anymore because they aren't like Lucky Charms marshmallows, where they can be a little stiff but still dissolve. No, if they if they've baked hard, you're gonna crack a tooth on them. Ooh, yeah, that's no bueno, no good there. All right, stick with us. You got more coming up next. You got the boys with sports talk from three to six. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at two. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.